Musclehead Revolution. All right, it's the Kevin McCullough Show, and have we got a uh, fantastic lineup for you today. I hope that you'll stay with us for the full hour. We've got uh, uh, the president uh, at conflict with himself. Uh, he, he doesn't want to say that drawing down troops in Iraq had anything to do with ISIS coming to power, but he wants full credit for drawing the troops out of Iraq that caused, uh, caused ISIS to come to power. A man conflicted, maybe even tortured with his own soul. We'll talk about that and take your calls. Kevin McCullough, stay with us. The Musclehead Revolution. Kevin, I like you. Musclehead is better than bonehead. With me tonight is Kevin McCullough. With us now, syndicated columnist Kevin McCullough. Joining us now, Kevin McCullough, who blogs at townhall.com. I found this thing at townhall.com by Kevin McCullough. The author of Musclehead Revolution. Overturning liberalism with common sense thinking. Calling on listeners from across the country to fight back. You're like a man. You take the wealth. You musclehead. The Musclehead Revolution. Kevin McCullough is my name. My phone number is 888-589-8840, 888-589-8840. So here's how it went down. Hillary Clinton a few days ago said, hey, you know all that stuff in Syria? I didn't uh, go along with any of that. You know that stuff in Libya? Yeah, I wasn't there. And uh, Benghazi, I don't know. Yeah, you know uh, this guy, Obama, he was he was, he was was kind of the, uh, the, the, the kooky, uh, strange one that uh, was doing all these things that I disagreed with. And now all of the, um, now all of the supporters for um, Mrs. Clinton are trying to walk some of those things back. And there's going to be some cocktail party on Martha's Vineyard tonight um, in which she's going to stop by and see the man who is still early in his 16-day vacation. Uh, while the world burns vacation. What is this, day two or three or whatever it is? Uh, so, um, in fact, Brent, find out for me. But asks, uh, well, we'll 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 get a hold of it. I, I want to start doing a countdown. How many days until he's back at work? Anyway, uh, it's interesting. Thanks for being here. Eight 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 five eight nine eight eight four zero. It's interesting also because um, just before he left on vacation, he was uh, asked about you know, hey, about this Iraq stuff. You think you should go be playing golf and you know chilling out, having your uh, having your cocktail parties and doing your fundraisers and stuff, because that's what he's going to do tonight. That's why uh, Hillary's showing up, uh, because they're going to have the um, the cocktail party where everybody comes and pays, I don't know, like $35,000 to be in the presence of uh, the, the president. Uh, but I got to thinking about some things that he said recently, and I just wondered how they squared with history. Because on sa- on Sunday, he, he basically said it, it was never his idea... Uh, to leave Iraq. He said that to the press, and they, they kind of like stood there dumbfounded. Like, you, did you really say that? And like, yeah, I really said that. It was never his idea to leave Iraq. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I, I, I'm curious then, how do you, uh, how do you discuss uh, this series of uh, clips from one dear leader? For the first time in nine years, 
There are no Americans fighting in Iraq. Four years ago, I promised to end the war in Iraq. We did. Four years ago, I promised to end the war in Iraq. I did. You know, four years ago, I promised to end the war in Iraq, and I did. I told you we'd end the war in Iraq. We did. I said we'd end the Iraq war. We did. I told you I'd end the war in Iraq, and we did. I ended the war in Iraq as I promised. In 2008, I promised we'd end the war in Iraq. We've ended it. I was able to keep my promise and end the war in Iraq. In 2008, I promised we would end the war in Iraq, and we've ended it. The war in Iraq is over. The war in Iraq is over. From ending the war in Iraq. That's why I ended the war in Iraq. For the first time in nine years, there are no Americans fighting in Iraq. President, do you have any uh, second thoughts about uh, pulling all ground troops out of Iraq? You know, what What I just find interesting is uh, the degree to which this, this issue keeps on coming up as if this was my decision. Huh. Okay. Evidently, it wasn't his decision to end the war in Iraq. Hi, it's Kevin McCullough, and i got to tell you a true life uh, story that happened to me over the weekend. Uh, the lovely bride and I were entertaining, and we had some uh, friends over. They have little ankle biters that are about the same age as mine, and they were running around in the backyard, and we were barbecuing some hot dogs and having some, just having a relaxing afternoon. And Amy, the bride of uh, the other couple, turns to me and she says, Hey, uh, my mom's been listening to you uh, on the radio, and she's been uh, telling me all about this my pillow thing. What, what is that all about? Said, in fact, my mom sent me on a mission to come over to your house today and get the real scoop. Do you have my pillows on your on your bed right now? And I said, you want to go see? Uh, we didn't end up uh, showing her because we didn't have to. She had never heard my story. So I, I told Amy, as I've told you here on the broadcast, that a number of weeks ago, I got my first pillow from my pillow. Now, Mike Lindell, the creator of my pillow. Uh, had, out of a personal sleep deficit in his own life, spent once, when he was 16 years of age, his entire paycheck buying the most expensive pillow that he could find. And he found the same beef with that pillow as he had found with every pillow in his life up to that point. They go flat, and they don't support your neck properly for you to get the right amount of sleep each night. Now, when I got my first my pillow 12 weeks ago, I was a skeptic. I said, I don't think this is going to work. This doesn't seem to be all that fancy. And I took it out of the packaging, and I put it on my bed, and I let it uh, fluff up. And I came back about two hours later, and as it was sitting there ready for me to go to sleep, it held, cradled my neck in exactly the right support. And that night, for the first night in months, I got REM cycle sleep. I had deep, deep dreams. And I have had that every night since for the last 12 weeks. Friends, I so believe in what this pillow does in my life, I went out and got one for my bride. We're going to give some for Christmas presents. I so believe in the value of this pillow and what it'll do to your sleep. I even asked my pillow, look, if we get them to buy one, will you give them one for free? And they said they would. So get a pen. Here's your phone number. If you need better sleep, start with your pillow because that's probably where it needs to be cured. 1-800-506-2641, and use the promo code KMC for Kevin McCullough. That's Kevin, Mary, Charlie, KMC, KMC promo code, 
And when you call 800-506-2641, or you can just order online. That's much easier for a lot of people. MyPillow.com, and on checkout, use promo code KMC. But I will tell you, they warranty the pillow for 10 years. Who warranties anything for 10 years anymore? They'll give your money back, no questions asked, 60 days uh, from uh, the moment you get it. Come on, try getting better sleep than you've ever had in your life. MyPillow.com, promo code KMC. Kellogg's show is brought to you by MyPillow. MyPillow.com, promo code KMC, to get one pillow free when you buy one at regular price. That's MyPillow.com. I remember the media did something a few years ago. Do you remember this? When, when President Bush flew that uh, little, little F-18 out to uh, that uh, aircraft carrier in the Pacific Ocean, remember when he landed on that? By the way, he stuck the landing. It was a pretty good job of I thought I was I was pretty impressed, uh, but he, he stuck the landing on that and he got off and, and up above him behind over his shoulders it said mission accomplished because they had run uh, Saddam Hussein out of out of business. And do you remember how merciless the media just crucified President Bush? Oh, mission accomplished. You weren't ready for the surge. Uh, you got to get rid of Rumsfeld. You got to bring in Gates. Oh, man. Oh, oh mission accomplished. Oh. The groans that came from it, the, the city that I'm in right now, just up the street here. The groans from the New York Times. Oh, how could he How could he be so arrogant and say, oh, uh, mission accomplished. Whatever the surge was. And it wasn't nice. It was pretty rough. We lost a lot of men putting down that surge. But whatever amount of loss that we endured, the plan was never to vacate Iraq in such a way that a vacuum was left over whereby people that Al-Qaeda says are too brutal and animalistic for them, could come in and set up a whole new country, destroying Christian landmarks, persecuting everyone who believes differently than them, whether they're Muslim or Yazidi or Christian or Jews, it doesn't matter. You're anything other than Sunni, we kill you. Um. I'm still getting questions on Facebook, by the way, about why my um, the, the Kevin McCullough Facebook page has the odd little script. Kind of looks like a U with one side shorter than the other, and then there's this dot in the middle of it. That's the Arabic letter for the letter N. Stands for ones who follow the Nazarene, which is Jesus. And when... The IS, the Islamic State, comes and paints it on your house. You convert or you die. Or they run you into the desert and you die. Or they chase you up a mountain and you starve to death. I think when we get all glib about, you know, I ended the war in Iraq. There is more to ending a war than just saying that it's over. You have to go win the war for it to be over. 
because as we've seen now with a couple of presidents, just because we say something's done doesn't mean it's done. And what's been true in both circumstances is what came after was far worse than what was there before. And we really need to make sure that it's dealt with this time. Do you agree with me on that? Because here's the thing. Even while the White House yesterday was saying, no boots on the ground, no boots on the ground, no boots on the ground, uh, this morning there's 130 more boots on the ground. 130 brand new military personnel uh, called up from, um, well, where were they called up from? I don't have it in front of me. Anyway, uh, one of our uh, bases here in the country, and they're on the ground. And now they're, they're advisors. They're not combatants. Which I don't know, knowing Secretary Hagel, maybe they didn't give them their gun when they dropped them off. You know, I, I don't know. Uh, but uh, the, the official word from the White House is these are just uh, advisors. There's a lot of discussion in the news punditry circle today about whether or not what we're doing is going to work, whether, whether or not dropping the bombs from the air on the few locations that are there, if that's really going to kill these ISIS guys and put down this threat. If we don't cripple it, it's going to come back. And every time it's come back, it's been worse than it was before. Interested in your thoughts on that, if you have any. 888-589-8840. 888-589-8840. But yeah, while the world is burning, um, Mr. President got in another round at Fresh Meadow or whatever the place is that he's playing on uh, Martha's Vineyard. And a big cocktail party tonight where he and Hillary are going to have to hug it out, get over their little hurt feelings, because one of them said something not nice about the other. And in the meantime, there's all this discussion about, do we try to uh, do an airlift off the mountain? Do we try to save these people? The Kurds seem to be holding their own but need more help, they will get overrun if they are abandoned to um, do it on their own. They just don't have enough power. The French are sending people. Now, friends, listen to this. If the French are involved, I mean, come on. If France actually spines itself up to say these guys are bad enough that even we're going to fight them, then, come on, America can at least say, hey, we, we're going to do our part. But I, I genuinely believe, and I'm not, I'm not a, I, I don't like war. I hate war. But I hate defenseless people being butchered worse. And what I love about the men and women who serve is that they believe that the ultimate sacrifice that they may be asked to give, that there's some things more precious to the ongoing health of our nation and of our world than their own life. And that's why it doesn't matter what branch of service you serve in, where you go, what you do, you always have my thanks 
because I recognize that you make that sacrifice, and that's a sacrifice that the media is almost completely blind to. That when our men and women step up and say, I'm going to put on the uniform, and I recognize in putting on that uniform that I might give my life as the ultimate sacrifice for this nation. That's what wearing the uniform means, that ultimately I could be called to give my life. But I believe more greatly in the virtue of what is good, like the freedom and the divine liberty that God gives each person. Therefore, I'm willing to serve and to do this in advancement of that liberty. The press doesn't like hearing that our military have some virtues that they hold as more important than their own life. But they do. And that's why they are owed our thanks. 888-589-8840. 888-589-8840. Yeah, but, you know, we took care of all that, right? I mean, we ended that war. For the war. first time in nine years, there are no Americans fighting in Iraq. Four years ago, I promised to end the war in Iraq. We did. Four years ago, I promised to end the war in Iraq. I did. You know, four years ago, I promised to end the war in Iraq, and I did. I told you we'd end the war in Iraq, we did. I said we'd end the Iraq war, we did. I told you I'd end the war in Iraq, and we did. I ended the war in Iraq as I promised. In 2008, I promised we'd end the war in Iraq, we've ended it. I was able to keep my promise and end the war in Iraq. In 2008, I promised we would end the war in Iraq, and we've ended it. The war in Iraq is over. The war in Iraq is over from ending the war in Iraq. That's why I ended the war in Iraq. For the first time in nine years, there are no Americans fighting in Iraq. President, do you have any uh, second thoughts about uh, pulling all ground troops out of Iraq? You know what What I just find interesting is uh, the degree to which this, this issue keeps on coming up as if this was my decision. <laughs> yeah, you had nothing to do with that decision, uh, Mr. President. Nothing at all. Nope, not one bit. Uh, okay, so that's uh, that's the president and uh, a, a series of, of course, statements that he made during the campaign, uh, back when the campaign was on. Uh, and, of course, uh, now, uh, that last soundbite came from his uh, press conference last Sunday, when he was uh, asked directly, uh, well, if we had left, uh, you know, American troops in place, wouldn't this have uh, not not happened? Wouldn't this be not? Wouldn't this not be the case? Uh, and and it it puzzles me that he, you know, is so kind of incredulous that he's that he does his decision to pull our troops out had nothing to do with the flare up of a group that is now so brutal that even Al Qaeda themselves say uh, they don't want anything to do with them. It's it's a uh, it's it's a very a very telling, uh, surreal uh, situation. Anyway, Kevin McCullough, glad you're with us. Lots more to come, and your phone calls on the way as well. And I hope that you will stay with us for the full hour. But I don't want to let this moment go by without reminding you that tonight we are trying to feed a child who will probably not eat for the next seventy two hours. Uh, they probably not have any food in their stomach to sustain them. And when you make a simple gift of $92, a child will eat for the coming year. It's 25 cents a day, friend. Think about what you could do with 25 cents and ask yourself, could you do anything half as good as feeding a child who's hungry? DoMuchGood.com is where you go. That's DoMuchGood.com. Kevin McCullough coming right back. 
McCullough Show is brought to you by MyPillow. MyPillow.com. Promo code KMC to get one pillow free when you buy one at regular price. That's MyPillow.com. eHarmony.com founder, Dr. Neil Clark Warren. From the very beginning, eHarmony has helped Christians find their perfect soulmate. And I'm so proud to share with you that 565,000 marriages have started on eHarmony.com. Most of those marriages are between two dedicated Christian persons. After years away, I'm back as CEO of eHarmony.com. And I am deeply committed to the importance of maintaining a strong allegiance to everything Christian marriage stands for. Who you marry will have more impact on your happiness than almost any other decision you make. We promise to do everything in our power to help you succeed. Make sure you trust this sacred task to a company that accounts for 438 married members every day. Go to eHarmony.com. And get started today for free. Hi, it's Kevin McCullough. And if you're a regular listener to The Kevin McCullough Show, you know that I spent some time in Israel this past spring. When I got back, I realized there are so many people that would like to go see the land of Israel. But I know that it's expensive and times are tough. So one of the things I thought I could do, just because I wanted to, was take some of the 1,000 photos that I took while I was there, distill them to about 400, and put them in a book so that people could see at least what I saw through the lens of my camera. I did not realize what a joy and blessing it was going to be to so many people. That's why we decided to offer it in the ebook format. Yeah, a photo ebook that you can download to your tablet, to your smartphone, or to your computer. And if you would like a copy of the Kevin McCullough photo ebook on his trip to Israel titled From Shiloh to Shalom, all you got to do is send me an email, kmcradio at gmail.com, and request Israel ebook. That's kmcradio at gmail.com. That's kmcradio at gmail.com. From great suffering came a solution. Communities. Serene, beautiful places where disorder became harmony. In a world where God, free will, and love were outlawed. Our people chose to do away with emotions. Those morning injections take them away. One person would learn the truth. Hello, my name. I know who you are. Who are you? The giver. When the elders need guidance, I provide wisdom using memories of the past. Secrets would be revealed. The way things look and the way things are are very different the young and the old are killed for the good of all of us they haven't eliminated murder they just called by a different name to save his world and the child who held the future he had to risk his life you can stop this you can change things Jonas has become dangerous to restore what had been lost With love comes faith based on the worldwide best-selling book Meryl Streep Jeff Bridges The Giver rated PG-13 parents strongly cautioned in theaters August 15th more information at Walden the Kevin McCullough Show is brought to you by MyPillow. MyPillow.com. Promo code KMC. To get one pillow free when you buy one at regular price. That's MyPillow.com. Uh, in the campaign in 2012, interesting little side note to what we were just talking about. Uh, Kevin McCullough is my name, by the way. 888-589-8840. Yes, in the the, uh, uh, campaign in 2012, 
Washington Post reported that the president tried to draw a clear distinction between himself and Mitt Romney by clearly stating he didn't want to have any troops in Iraq at all. With regards to Iraq, you and I agreed, I believe that there should be a status of forces agreement, Romney told Obama as the two uh, convened at Lynn University in Boca Raton. That's not true, Obama interjected. Uh, Oh, you didn't want a status of forces agreement, Romney asked, as in an argument ensued. No, Obama said. What I would have done is left, uh, what I would not have done is left 10,000 troops in Iraq uh, that would tie us down. That certainly would not help us in the Middle East. So he said in the debate, no, I didn't want to leave 10,000 troops there to uh, tie us down. Well, what happens when you don't leave a residual force? And the go- the governing group there is not yet strong enough. Uh, jihadists come in and they just start beheading kids and raping women and do all kinds of things. But remember, we ended we ended that war. That's you know that's that's old news. In nine years, nine years, there are no Americans fighting. In no Iraq. Americans. Four years ago, I promised to end the war in Iraq. He promised. We did. He did. Four years ago, I promised to end the war in Iraq. Four years. I did. He did. Four years ago, I promised to end the war in Iraq. Yep. And I did. And he promised. I told you we'd end the war in Iraq. He told us. I said we'd end the Iraq war. We did. He said it. I told you I'd end the war in Iraq. And we did. I ended the war in Iraq as I promised. Oh, he did it. In 2008, I promised we'd end the war in Iraq. We've ended it. He promised, and then we did it, and then he promised. the war in Iraq. In 2008, I promised we would end the war in Iraq, yep. and we've ended it. Yep. The war in Iraq is over. The it's war over. The war in Iraq is over. It's over. The war in Iraq. That's why it, I ended the war in Iraq. It's the o- first time in nine years, there are no Americans fighting in Iraq. President, do you have any uh, second thoughts about uh, pulling all ground troops out of Iraq? You know, what What I just find interesting is uh, the degree to which this this issue keeps on coming up as if this was my decision. Ugh. All right, 888-589-8840. Uh, your thoughts on uh, on this? Uh, some of you have some things to say. 888-589-8840. Let's talk to Frank in Texas. Hey, Frank, welcome. Thank you, Kevin. I appreciate your uh, program. It's great. Thank you. Uh, we do have freedom of speech in this country, and I am not going to be crass on your program, I promise you. But uh, this president, uh, this dude, he is not a man of integrity, not even in the least sense of the word. This not ending the war, or ending the war in Iraq and all this that he's going. Same thing as a friend, not a friend, but a person I knew whose wife walked in on him in the act of infidelity. And he looked at her and said, your eyes are deceiving you. This is not really me. <laughs> What's the difference? There is no difference. Are you going to believe me or those lying eyes of yours? <laughs> I, I'm sorry, but that, that's that's the analogy. Uh, I, I mean, why can't we do something to take power away from this man? I don't get it. All right, Frank. That's I hear it. your frustration. Thank you for your call. 888-589-8840. Are you going to believe me or your lying ears? He ended the war in Iraq. Don't you know? Uh, 888, and he didn't He didn't want to leave, but he ended it. Uh, Ronnie in Texas, you're next. Hi, Kevin McCullough, glad to have you. Yeah, thank you. Uh, I sort of agree with Frank. Uh, Obama showed his, uh, uh, his ways after the second term, and 
everybody still voted for him, even the Christians. And uh, I'm the same thing. Same way with Frank, and uh, I believe he needs to be out of office. And is there some way that we could do that? Well, we would have to end up winning 22 Senate seats in the uh, in the elections in November. 22 is what we need. We'll probably win 10. We need another 12 Democrats to be defeated to get that, and I don't know that that's going to happen. Of course, then you got to deal with crazy Uncle Joe. If you take Obama out, then uh, Uncle Joe becomes president. and th- <laughs> He's he's the uncle you don't even want to come to the family reunion. Like you put him when when he comes to eat, you make him eat in the kitchen just because you're afraid of what he's going to do uh, to the harmony of the family when they're in the dining room together. Eight 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 five eight nine eight eight four zero. Let's go to Dale in Georgia. Hi, Dale. Hey, Kevin. Appreciate everything you guys do. Uh, just Thank got you. Two things I want to bring up. Okay. Uh, one is um, when we were talking about Obama. Unfortunately, I thought uh, Carter had been a weak president, and then I thought that, uh, Clinton had been an amoral president. Now, unfortunately, we have somebody that has both, as well as being politically and socially divisive and uh, religiously basically um, indifferent or ambiguous, and his yeah. cabinet as well. Um, but I, the other point I wanted to make was But he was a I, far better—but, but Dale, he's a far better con man than Clinton and, and Carter. Oh, yeah. He's, he's learned his lessons, and he's— he studied Saul Alinsky just like uh, Hillary and the rest of them. So, oh, yeah, he's on the playbook. Shifting gears quickly to the next issue was ISIS. Right. Um, I see them as, again, as after 9-11, I started studying uh, the, who are these guys? What's motivating them? What's the backing behind it? And uh, <clears throat> I've been out there. I've seen the environment. I've been exposed to quite a bit of stuff. And I've met people on all different sides. Bottom line is layers of an onion, and at the core, it's the core is rotten. Unfortunately, and ISIS is probably the purest instantiation of Islam. It's almost it is almost directly out of the uh, Muhammad playbook. If you study what Muhammad did on his rise through the desert through Arabia, what he did, how he acted, how he interacted with the tribes, and then his successors, um, the ISIS guys are following directly in his playbook, same methods, same approaches dealing with the tribes, dealing with other forces, uh, except they have far superior weapons. Right. And so we're, strangely enough, as being one of the few countries on Earth that would stand up to them in a powerful way, and we're sort of backing away. And we have and only, no, uh, yeah, only. we think that uh, the world will be okay if we don't do anything about it. And this is probably, in today's time, day and times, uh, is probably the purest instance of evil if you want to call it evil, which I think it is when you look yeah. at their acts, the horrific things that they're doing to innocent populations across yep. the spectrum. And it's, uh, but if you look at it closely, the way they're operating, the way they're subjugating, if left unchecked, and if you look at Turkey, recently Erdogan was voted in, and, you know, Erdogan is pretty much pro ISIS. And you know what that means. It, it's like you start looking around. The Saudis are terrified. The Emirates are terrified. Everyone's sort of like hoping that these guys will be shut down. But if we don't do it, I don't know anybody else sort of the Israelis lighting off a nuke <laughs> yeah. that would be able to halt the growth of this organization. Well, so and when uh, you talk about the purity of what they're like, uh, if if cocaine is bad for the body, these mm-hmm. guys are the hardest form of crack that's ever been you know invented. And Al Qaeda was kind of like just really clean powder, but this is this is that solid, yeah. clear, crack oh, yeah. rock that's just been, uh, in 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 many instances, um, you know, the the idea that 
uh, that that this is going to just deal with itself or that if we just have conversations with them or we apologize for being too pro-American in the past. I mean, these ideas are really fallible. And I think what we've seen uh, on our TV screens in recent weeks, you know, the president playing golf and children being beheaded. And it's yeah. like, how do you have those two images opposing each other? That's just it's in, in a civilized world. How can you exist yeah. with those parallels happening? I know it makes it makes most people's heads hurt. And I just yeah. still can't understand the folks who voted him in a second time, which is astounding because you look at the effects on the world. I don't think he's a bad guy, but he's just not working out right now for us. No, in, in many, in multiple ways. Yeah. Thanks, Dale, for the call. Appreciate it. 888-589-8840. Let's talk to Alex in Texas. Hi, Alex. Welcome. You're on with Kevin McCullough. Glad you're here. Hey, how you doing? Good. Um, basically, I just want to talk a little bit about ISIS. I, I spent five years in the United States Army. I, uh, I went to Iraq twice during that time. Thank you for uh, your service. Oh, well, you're welcome. That's not, yeah. Uh, I, uh, ISIS definitely needs to be dealt with. However, I, I personally don't think a massive deployment of armed forces, uh, back into Iraq is the answer. JSOC and our Special Forces Division are incredibly skilled at dealing with people. They can go in covertly. They can pinpoint the targets. The bombs can fall. And, and we should be empowering the people in Iraq and to stand up and fight for themselves. Uh, when I was in Iraq, there was roughly 330,000 homes in Iraq, and AK-47 in every household, two magazines, 60 rounds of 7.62 rounds uh, in every household. Where are these? Where, where are these people fighting for for themselves? Uh, the, the entire country is not Sunni. They have a lot, of, a huge Shia population. Six percent Christian. Why are they not standing up and fighting for themselves? Uh, I definitely believe America should be involved, but a massive deployment is just going to drain more on the economic system here in America, which is taking seven trillion hit. Right, and I think Obama. it's you can have an. E- I think it's easy to have uh, a very legitimate conversation about what degree our military involvement is uh, going to be required to uh, to participate uh, with in this uh, go around. But short of the United States doing some things, like we've done arming the Kurds and flying the, uh, the bombing raids, uh, ISIS is going to run, uh, run railroad over that country. Yeah, we definitely need to have some kind of forces in there. I think uh, JSOC has had massive success over that part of the world here, especially in the last 10 years. Uh, a lot of people consider what JSOC But Alex, why wouldn't, why wouldn't uh, the president leave even, um, I don't know, a modicum of people behind because a lot of people said that because we evacuated so quickly that uh, the, the, the terrorists were just waiting. They were biding their time. They knew the date by which we were going to be out. And they, they told us this was going to happen. The Kevin McCullough Show is brought to you by MyPillow. MyPillow.com. Promo code KMC. To get one pillow free when you buy one at regular price. That's MyPillow.com. From great suffering came a solution. Communities. Serene, beautiful places where disorder became harmony. In a world where God, free will, and love were outlawed. Our people chose to do away with emotions. Those morning injections take them away. One person would learn the truth.
truth. Hello, my name. I know who you are. Who are you? The giver. When the elders need guidance, I provide wisdom using memories of the past. Secrets would be revealed. The way things look and the way things are are very different. The young and the old are killed. For the good of all of us. They haven't eliminated murder. They just called by a different name. To save his world and the child who held the future, he had to risk his life. You can stop this. You can change things. Jonas has become dangerous. To restore what had been lost. With love comes faith. Based on the worldwide best-selling book, Meryl Streep, Jeff Bridges, The Giver. Rated PG-13. Parents strongly cautioned. In theaters August 15th. More information at Walden.com. Kevin McCullough. And if you're a regular listener to The Kevin McCullough Show, you know that I spent some time in Israel this past spring. When I got back, I realized there are so many people that would like to go see the land of Israel. But I know that it's expensive and times are tough. So one of the things I thought I could do, just because I wanted to, was take some of the 1,000 photos that I took while I was there, distill them to about 400, and put them in a book so that people could see at least what I saw through the lens of my camera. I did not realize what a joy and blessing it was going to be to so many people. That's why we decided to offer it in the ebook format. Yeah, a photo ebook that you can download to your tablet, to your smartphone, or to your computer. And if you would like a copy of the Kevin McCullough photo ebook on his trip to Israel titled From Shiloh to Shalom, all you got to do is send me an email, kmcradio at gmail.com, and request Israel ebook. That's kmcradio at gmail.com. That's kmcradio at gmail.com. It's Kevin McCullough. You know, my business partner, Stephen Baldwin, has always been invested in his health. He's got a busy schedule, and it hasn't always allowed him to eat very well. But when Stephen came across a technology that turned whole foods into supplements without losing any of the nutrient content, he knew he had to take advantage of it. The result is called This Life Now, a line of supplements named for one of Stephen's favorite scriptures, John 10.10. I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. God gives us eternal life, but he also wants to give us abundant life, exactly where we are right now, and This Life Now helps us achieve just that. So we want you to go to the website and try it for yourself. You'll get more whole food nutrients per day. You'll get more energy and better overall health, more time to enjoy the abundance God has provided. Would you get online? thislifenow.net thislifenow.net or 844-592-5433 that's 844-592-5433 providing whole food nutrition in convenient supplement form that's thislifenow.net Uh, yeah, I just, uh, I, I, I can't, I have to play this one more time. It's just For the first too good. time in nine years, there are no Americans fighting in Iraq. Four years ago, I promised to end the war in Iraq. We did. Four years ago, I promised to end the war in Iraq. I did. You know, four years ago, I promised to end the war in Iraq, and I did. I told you we'd end the war in Iraq, we did. I said we'd end the Iraq war, we did. I told you I'd end the war in Iraq. And we did. I ended the war in Iraq as I promised. In 2008, I promised we'd end the war in Iraq. We've ended it. I was able to keep my promise and end the war in Iraq. In 2008, I promised we would end the war in Iraq and we've ended it. The war in Iraq is over. The war in Iraq is over. From ending the war in Iraq. That's why I ended the war in Iraq. For the first time in nine years, there are no Americans fighting in Iraq. President, do you have any uh, second thoughts about uh, pulling all ground troops out of Iraq? You know, what What I just find interesting is uh, the degree to which this, this issue keeps on coming up as if this was my decision. <laughs> 
Okay. Um, 888-589-8840. But, uh, yeah, I guess it wasn't. I don't know whose decision it was, but it wasn't his, even though he ended the war in Iraq. Uh, Speaking of our fighting men, yesterday we were talking about the uh, Bibles on uh, Navy bases in Navy uh, lodges, Navy hotels across the uh, country, across the world. Uh, evidently, uh, they are they are pushing back. They're saying they're not gonna they're not gonna give in. They're not gonna give in. They're not gonna allow, allow this uh, these Bibles to be left there, even though it was just a a handful of uh, crabby atheists that were like, "Yeah, why is a Bible in my nightstand? I'm so offended. Might jump out of it uh, the the drawer at night and choke me to death." Yeah, the Bible's mean. Uh, actually, someone I was uh, what was I listening to? It was early this morning. I heard a news report where. Someone in someone in government or someone in the uh, in this debate compared the Bible to Mein Kampf and said it was a more dangerous book than Mein Kampf. Um, I shot a question over to uh, to Todd Starnes at Fox News this morning. I said, Todd, explain this to me because he's done a, he's done a lot of reporting on the on the Navy Bible situation. Uh, our military leaders can force participation in Ramadan by preventing troops in Muslim regions from drinking coffee. But our chaplains can't leave a Bible behind for people to use voluntarily if they are so inspired. I had five of you yesterday write me personal firsthand stories of how you have stayed in a hotel and you have found the Bible in the hotel room and that it actually served a very good purpose in your each each of the five of you that wrote. You told me a very specific story about how you had used that, how it had spoken to you at a very important time, et cetera, et cetera. Here we, how about this, atheists? If it's so offensive that the Bibles are there, why don't we just get rid of all the chaplains as well? Because it doesn't matter what faith they, you, you, you atheists, you don't have a faith. So, uh, d- d- so that we just, you know, um, make sure that we bend over to to serve you in every way we can. Why don't we just get rid of chaplains? When is enough enough? You don't give up your rights to practice your faith when you enter the military or public office or a schoolroom or anything else. So we need a whole bevy of more calls to go into the, the CEO's office of Nexcom Nextcom is the Navy Exchange Service Command, and we need a whole bevy of phone callers. If you called yesterday, please call again. If you have not called, please call today. Here is the number, 757 Call the CEO of Nextcom. And politely. And friends, I can't stress that enough. It's always got to be done politely. Politely, we say, those Bibles serve a vital role. They do not hurt anyone. Please return them to the hotel rooms where they were removed. 757 that's for the CEO. But yeah, we we make our troops observe Ramadan, but we don't we don't let them have a Bible. 
That makes a lot of sense. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna pivot here just for a second. And I'll take more calls and whatever you want to talk about through the end of the show we'll talk about. Robin Williams. I was asked multiple times in the last couple of days in person, in email, on Facebook, uh, by phone message. uh, Do you think Robin Williams is in heaven? Now, first of all, I don't think any human being is a good judge truly all the way authentically down to the to the core to the bone of knowing someone else's true spiritual condition because i've seen very holy people be exposed as complete frauds and i've seen fairly worldly people that you you would not have thought it but there was a side to them that loved god and 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 wanted to serve him in a way that was hard to understand so i've just learned that when it comes to people it's almost impossible to know anything for certain Now, if somebody regularly speaks of a relationship that they have with God and gives a testimony of who he is in their life, then there's probably some degree of authenticity there. But even at that, you can be self-deceived and self-deluded. So people asking me left and right, do you think Robin Williams is in heaven? And I said on Facebook, um, pretty, I don't know, the guy, they haven't even buried him yet. His family is still dealing with the... uh, the fallout they're going to have the service but he's not even he's not even buried and everyone is uh wanting to come at this and make this um this this big so i said i i was not really in favor of commenting on it but since so many people asked uh my thoughts i can distill them down to one short paragraph and it says this if robin williams named Jesus as Lord and believed it in his heart, then even suicide would not keep him from Christ. If he rejected Christ's invitation of grace and mercy, then there wasn't enough winsomeness in his smile, kindness, or being to do for him what only Christ could do for him. So I'm not taking a position on whether or not I believe Robin Williams is in heaven. I'm telling I'm telling you the conditions by which it would be possible for him to be or not be. But they are not what the media is saying. The Academy in Hollywood released a Twitter uh, picture a couple of days ago in which Aladdin was hugging the genie that was the character voiced by Robin Williams in the Aladdin film. Uh, and said something about uh, you're finally free or you're or, or you're free. I have I have huge, huge problems with that, especially for the Academy. What they are doing by putting out that picture and saying, Jeannie, you're free, is encouraging everyone that's struggling with any form of mental illness or depression or anything else to pursue suicide. And that is always the wrong thing to do. But in terms of whether or not Robin Williams is in heaven, can only be answered by those by those two uh, statements. Because if he believed Jesus is Lord and he gave his life to him, even if he committed suicide, 
which is nothing more or less. It is no greater nor worse than any other sin that is done. If you don't believe someone that commits suicide can end up in heaven, then you don't believe murderers can end up in heaven. And grace is a weird thing because it allows people to get to heaven that in this life do not deserve it. By the same token, everybody that has eulogized him on TV in any way possible have spoken of his kindness, have spoken of how winsome he was, how good with people he was, what a good person he was. And getting to heaven is not about being good. It's not about being good. So it's a difficult reality to deal with, but I think it's a very simple one. If he believed Jesus... He's in heaven. If he didn't, he didn't do enough good things to get there because doing good things doesn't get you there. 888-589-8840-888-589-8840. Okay, your thoughts, comments the rest of the way on anything that we've discussed, the Navy Bibles, Iraq, ISIS, Robin Williams, what have you. It's just kind of a free-for-all. Let's go to Jerry in Tennessee. Jerry, you're next. Welcome. You're on with Kevin McCullough. Hi. Hey, Kevin. Thank you very much for your uh, work on the air. Sure thing. You're very Uh, welcome. I am a retired Air Force uh, member. Thank you for your service. I've with the military, and uh, I'd like to just comment. That's what I called in for was military intervention. Uh, If people would just look back at history, uh, even back to the Second World War, we didn't run out and leave Japan to itself after we defeated them in Korea when we tied the North Koreans up. We didn't run out and leave the South Koreans to themselves. We, started we still have a presence in, in both of those countries. Pardon me? I said we still have a presence in both of those countries. Yes, we do. And we don't have in Vietnam, and look what's happened to Vietnam. We don't have in Iraq, and look what's happened to Iraq. Military intervention is not necessarily combat forces. It's law right. enforcement forces. And I believe that we should have... Uh, left some military there to enforce the law. Now, as far as uh, Obama is concerned, I am 100% behind you. I believe that the man should be impeached and removed from office. I wish there was some way to impeach the Congress for their uh, lackadaisicalness. Well, we do. We have midterm elections, which are uh, yeah. which are how those guys get displaced. Hi, it's Kevin McCullough, and i got to tell you a true life uh, story that happened to me over the weekend. Uh, the lovely bride and I were entertaining, and we had some uh, friends over. They have little ankle biters that are about the same age as mine, and they were running around in the backyard, and we were barbecuing some hot dogs and having some, just having a relaxing afternoon. And Amy, the bride of uh, the other couple, turns to me and she says, Hey, uh, my mom's been listening to you uh, on the radio, and she's been uh, telling me all about this my pillow thing. What, what is that all about? So in fact, my mom sent me on a mission to come over to your house today and get the real scoop. Do you have my pillows on your on your bed right now? I said, you want to go see? Uh, we didn't end up uh, showing her because we didn't have to. She had never heard my story. So I, I told Amy, as I've told you here on the uh, broadcast, that a number of weeks ago, I got my first pillow from my pillow. Now, Mike Lindell, the creator of my pillow. Uh, had, out of a personal sleep deficit in his own life, spent once, when he was 16 years of age, his entire paycheck buying the most expensive pillow that he could find. 
And he found the same beef with that pillow as he had found with every pillow in his life up to that point. They go flat, and they don't support your neck properly for you to get the right amount of sleep each night. Now, when I got my first my pillow 12 weeks ago, I was a skeptic. I said, I don't think this is going to work. This doesn't seem to be all that fancy. And I took it out of the packaging, and I put it on my bed, and I let it uh, fluff up. And I came back about two hours later, and as it was sitting there ready for me to go to sleep, it held, cradled my neck in exactly the right support. And that night, for the first night in months, I got REM cycle sleep. I had deep, deep dreams. And I have had that every night since for the last 12 weeks. Friends, I so believe in what this pillow does in my life. I went out and got one for my bride. We're going to give some for Christmas presents. I so believe in the value of this pillow and what it'll do to your sleep. I even asked my pillow, look, if we get them to buy one, will you give them one for free? And they said they would. So get a pen. Here's your phone number. If you need better sleep, start with your pillow because that's probably where it needs to be cured. 1-800-506-2641-1-800-506-2641-1-800-506-2641 and use the promo code KMC for Kevin McCullough. That's Kevin Mary Charlie KMC, KMC promo code. And when you call 800-506-2641, or you can just order online. That's much easier for a lot of people. MyPillow.com. And on checkout, use promo code KMC. But I will tell you, they warranty the pillow for 10 years. Who warranties anything for 10 years anymore? They'll give your money back, no questions asked, 60 days uh, from uh, the moment you get it. Come on, try getting better sleep than you've ever had in your life. MyPillow.com. Promo code KMC. Uh, let's go to Rob in Virginia. Hi, Rob. You're on with Kevin McCullough. Glad you're here. All right, we got to wait ten seconds because Rob's listening on his radio and not his tel- is on his telephone. Hello, Rob. Are you there? Oh yes, I'm here, Kevin. Thank you. Hey, you're welcome. Um, I just want to say God bless every one of you here at AFR. I'm on the job, uh, but you're such an array of topics you're going over. I just want to say thank you for obliterating confusion. I love all of you, and I'm praying for every one of you. And, uh, man, just God bless every one of you. And well, thank you. And to all of our servicemen are listening, my father was in Vietnam. Uh, 1968, Ted, he was combat wounded. So I just want to say I have a great love for our country. What's happening today is deplorable and is despicable, and I agree with you all the way. This president needs to be impeached. He surely deserves it. Um, everything he's told us has been nothing but lies. And I have health insurance through my job. I know this isn't the topic, but I'm concerned about it. I'll just put it that way. But I just want to say thank you for obliterating confusion, Kevin. And God thank you. bless you, brother. I'm praying for all of you. Thank you very much, Rob. I appreciate that. And uh, I know that um, I know that each of us do. Uh, 888-589-8840, 888-589-8840. We talked about uh, Iraq. We talked about uh, the Navy Bibles. We talked about Robin Williams. 
you want to weigh in on any of those issues, uh, we'll take your call uh, yet uh, on the broadcast today. Uh, and um, it's 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 just interesting uh, that we are on you know vacation watch. This is day two or three, uh, and uh, <laughs> uh, Mrs. Clinton's going to go to a cocktail party tonight with uh, the president, where they uh, where they're going to um, interact, and she's going to say, "Oh well, you know, when I said that your policies weren't terrible, I didn't really mean terrible." <laughs> So we'll see what happens there. Uh, but uh, those are the three things that we're talking about, and uh, we'll take your call on those, 888-589-8840. Um, and, and going back to the last thing that I was just talking about, about Robin Williams, um, I can't stress enough how important I believe that it is that the Academy did the wrong thing in associating freedom with suicide. Freedom to to imply that he is now free. It, it's it's one of the most harmful messages that they could send, and I I would really hope that with all of the uh, mental health professionals that have clients that are in the the uh, the Hollywood Academy, that somebody would pick up on that and say this is not this is not something you should be uh, suggesting or promoting. All right, real quickly, let's uh, get Joanne in Texas. Joanne, you're going to have our last uh, say today. Hi. Hi. Thanks for taking my call. I have sure a thing. Um, Ian, when you mentioned about the Navy bases and taking the Bibles off out of the hotels, yes, well, I'm going to shut this radio off here real quick. We're short on time, Joanne, so yes. I need you to say what you what you have to Dude, say. Does the Navy own those hotels? Yes. Oh, that's why. And that's yeah. why it's important for us to let them know how we feel. I didn't Absolutely. In fact, not only do they own the hotels, you own the hotels. That's correct. And impeachment, if we impeach the president, we're left with Biden. Uncle Joe. Oh, Jesus. Which is worse. <laughs> well, and, and again, thank you, Joanne. Again, I don't think that impeachment's going to happen. Even though he deserves it, he's certainly earned it. Because you're going to have to get 22 seats to flip uh, in favor of impeaching him in order to be able to do that. And I don't know that we would get 12 Democrats to go along with uh, the Republicans. 757-631-3600 if you want to call the Navy um, Exchange uh, Service uh, Command. 757-631-3600. 757-631-3600. I'm Kevin McCullough. Thanks for being here. <laughs>